Socialites, and welcome back to another episode of the Social Studies Podcast, the podcast where we study being social by being social. Today's episode is brought to you by what I think can be one of the most embarrassing things ever. When you go to email or text a person, but girl, you do not send it to that person. You send it to somebody else. And oh my gosh, your submissions this week. Woo! Unbelievable. Unbelievable. If it sounds a little bit hoarse, probably because I am. I just finished up all the Michigan shows. They were amazing. Thank you to everybody who came to those. Little fact, we filmed the Royal Oak show to hopefully, fingers crossed, hopefully use that footage to do some bigger things with it. We'll see. Send positive vibes my way. I need them, baby. I need them. Dream come true doing those shows. Absolutely loved it. Quick shout out to uh, Carol Sawyer from the Grand Rapids show. She was a real trait. Little Arkansas woman who decided she's going to live in Grand Rapids. Carol, you cracked me up. I love that shirt you were wearing. She was wearing a shirt that said unaccompanied muggle because she is in fact a muggle for all you muggles out there. A muggle on the podcast is a non-teacher. Carol Sawyer was one. She came by herself and wore herself a shirt that said unaccompanied muggle. I love that. I was going to throw it back really quick. I did a Portland show a while ago. And uh, right before I was going on the show, I was out, had to get something from, from the front of the house while the first comics were on. And a girl came in. She was running a little bit late. I'm not sure if she was meeting friends or whatever it was, but we ran into each other. She goes, oh my gosh, are you Joe? I was like, yes. And she goes, oh my gosh, I listen to you every Monday. Your name is Sophia. Sophia, I just wanted to let you know that that made my night. I feel like I did a much better show because I just thought that was the cutest thing ever. Thank you for listening. I appreciate hearing that from you. It was a pleasure running into you, Sophia. Quick housekeeping. We got some shows coming up this week. This weekend, September 23rd, September 24th, September 25th. I'm in Tacoma, Washington. Washington? Washington. Tacoma, Washington. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me today. Uh, coming out. Still tons of tickets available. Get them. Snag them. We'll see you there. It's going to be a fun show. I rewrote a lot of the show. Actually, I rewrote a lot over the past couple weeks, but... I was in Tacoma in around May, and I'm coming back, and it is it is different. Just going to tell you, it is different. So if you came in May, come again. You'll be pleasantly surprised. It'll be a fun time. Can't wait to see you guys there. All right. I asked you guys for emails this week, and I asked you to send me emails of times that you emailed or texted or called somebody when you meant to do it to somebody else. Here's the first one. Hi, Joe. Love the podcast. Hope you're sitting down because this one is a doozy. I went on a first date with a guy. I use the term date loosely. Just wait. You'll see why. We decided to meet in a park because, well, I have no idea who this serial killer might be. This man has a pig. Yes, I'm serious. A pet pig. I joked that he should bring her. He brought her. So not only am I walking around with a man that I don't know, who's telling me about why none of his past relationships work. Trust me, honey. It was him. 
but I'm also trying to help corral a 200-pound f***ing pig who is trying its damnedest to play in a creek. My shoes are soaked and my spirit is broken when I finally say, okay, I gotta go. He seemed really confused that I wanted to end such an amazing date. But alas, my time with Miss Piggy had come to an end. Here's the thing. This guy was hot and had a great job too and a great house. Like he checked all of the boxes that I was pretty bummed that it had to be so awkward. I immediately recorded a Snapchat to two of my best friends who knew that I was on this date, unloading completely about this absolute disaster. It was the worst date I had ever been on. And of course, I sent it to him. I felt so bad. I went on two more dates with him just to be sure. And then he ghosted me. Best part, he now works with my husband. Talk about the most awkward Christmas parties ever. P.S. The pig was kind of cute. This is this is commonplace. This is why I don't do Snapchat. Snapchat scares the hell out of me. I just you got to click all these little buttons. And before you know it, you're sending pictures with words that were meant for friends that are for now all of your friends. And we use the term friends loosely because, you know, those hoes are going to snapshot that snapshot. What am I? A 63 year old retired mailman? Take a snapshot on your phone. (laughs) A screenshot. I feel bad for you. I feel worse for the pig. I love you. Next. Ooh, this one's a good one. One year I had the most annoying teacher in the building, son, in my kindergarten class. We had an extreme amount of snow in Arkansas that year. What? That can happen? Okay, well, I learned something every day. And instead of adding days to the end of the school year, our board decided to make the school day Longer. So our day was from 7.45 to 4 o'clock in kindergarten for three weeks. Oh, that sounds like an absolute disaster. I'd probably die. If you didn't take a flask with you, I don't know how you did it, girl. Well, said teacher was coming in my classroom and picking up her son every day at 3.15 to go to swim practice and then leaving. Who was teaching her class until 4? Anyways, I text my principal and I said, is Mrs. S checking her kid out through the office every day or is she just leaving? Yep. It went to her instead of my principal. She showed up at my classroom door where my student teacher answered when she asked if the text was meant for her. I was honest and I said, nope. Do you know what she was most upset about? She was most upset that I called the child her kid instead of using his actual name. Those are the parents. Uh uh-uh. uh. Those are the parents that I'm like, no, no. If you do you not see the bigger picture here? I also think she was trying to flip it on you to maybe pull some kind of cancellation something. Grasping at straws. I'm not happy that this did make my I, I think I shat myself when I, I read this too, by the way, because my worst fear is sending it to the parents on accident. We're doing rapid fire today, guys. This one, this one, I read these on planes, okay? I gasped audibly, put my hand over my face, and just sank. Okay, this one's wild. Okay, this isn't about sending an email to my boss instead of my work friend but it's horrifically worse. Oh yeah, it definitely is. 
I work in HR and I used to work for a school district. I had posted a new teaching role when an employee sent me an email eager to apply. For some reason, I misread the name and thought that I was responding to my very close work friend who happens to be a former national teacher of the year. My response went like this. Dear teacher, thank you for applying, but you don't have a leg to stand on because I heard your actual legs are prosthetics. Best, my name. My response didn't go to my friend, but it actually went to an employee who actually did have a prosthetic limb. I can't. I could have died. I learned several lessons, including the fact that the recall feature on Outlook is pure bullshit. Anyway, never hire me to work in your district. I'm literally the worst. Oh my goodness. What are the odds of that? Truly, what are the... I'm going to go ahead and straight up say this was God messing with you. Like he he knew that this was going to happen and you had some bad karma. You did something. Something happened in your life that you needed to, to feel this sort of discomfort. I need to know more. Did they, did they email you back? Did you get fired? You worked in HR? I'm pretty sure you just broke like 18 HIPAA violations by sending that email. Oh my word. Oh my stars. This just made my legs hurt while I was reading this because, well, they're not because, it just, it hurt my whole body. How about that? Okay. Quick pause. I want to talk to you about something else real quick. Oh, wow. Hold on. Okay. This one, this one, this one is just perfection. Hey, Joe, love the podcast. Thanks for doing this. I had just started dating my now husband. We hooked up the night before and he had a hickey on his neck. I was texting my friend Nina how I thought that it was funny that he had to give a presentation with this huge hickey on his neck. Um, okay, that might sound funny to you. That sounds absolutely terrifying to me. I then realized I sent this to my Baptist preacher's wife's grandmother, <laughs> who I call Nina. I was mortified. I called my mom. I called my other friends, thinking that she was going to cast demons out of me. This has happened before. I texted her and said something like, Nina, I'm so sorry. That was supposed to be to a friend. Her response was the best part. It just said, it's okay. We had a good laugh. Oh, Nina. Well, we're glad that. Okay. Also, my Baptist preacher's wife's grandmother. That is a family tree. Poor Nina. I think Nina was probably a little bit jealous because, I don't know, your husband's probably hot. This next one, I definitely recognize with this. Okay. My husband and I decided that we weren't going to have kids and he got a vasectomy. Oh, by the way, I just want to throw it out there. Um, not all teachers want kids. I definitely do. Some teachers just don't because we deal with them all day. So when we see someone and they're in a relationship or not, just don't ask them if they want kids. Just don't do that. Muggles, now you know. A few weeks after his vasectomy, he was supposed to ejaculate into a cup so it could be tested to make sure that the vasectomy worked. One morning, I noticed the cup was still empty 
and in a brown bag on top of the counter. And I took a picture of the bag and texted him, when are you going to jizz in this cup so we can hump like the freaks that we are without concern? (laughs) After sending, I realized that I did not send it to him at 6.30 in the morning, but instead I sent it to a group of colleagues that were a mix of kindergarten first grade teachers, some who I barely knew after realizing my mistake and hyperventilating for about 30 minutes slash dry heaving, I quickly sent another text to the group saying something along the lines of, oh my God, how crazy was that autocorrect? <laughs> I was actually trying to say and then made up some bullshit that didn't make sense and was probably just a horrible lie. Not sure anyone bought it. At the same time, I also was not sure that they would get why I would ask anyone to jizz in a cup in a brown bag at 630 in the morning. FML. Oh, my God. This is absolutely horrifying. I feel you on the dry heave. I feel you on that. Autocorrects are the funniest thing to me. I love when you text some shit and it comes out all backwards. One time I text my cousin and I just wanted to tell her, um, she said, where are you? And I said, I'm going to Zumba, but my phone autocorrected Zumba to Zimbabwe. So she just responded, why are you going to Zimbabwe? (laughs) No, I'm not. My phone just auto texted that. But, you know, we'll see you in Zimbabwe. And if anyone in uh, Zimbabwe is listening, do you do Zumba? I've actually had this before. I've actually had this way worse. Back when I was, you know, a first year teacher and also a little bit of a hoe. I mean, not like a hoe. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not, I wasn't like a hoe, but I was very living my best life. I like moved out of my house. I was like, you know, doing the most and just like loving every minute of it. We'll just say I was no stranger to the texting activities part of that courting situation. But when it came down to it, I'd usually be like, "Eh, no, that was me. Anyway, I one time texted this person that I was talking to and I just said, we should have sex. And then I went to bed and I woke up. I texted my principal, who was a man that already didn't like me. So that was great. Um, We never talked about it. I saw him at work and he just said, I'm pretty sure that wasn't for me. And I was like, yes, it was not for you. And we just went on and lived our lives. But yeah, I have once accidentally texted my boss. I asked him to have sex with me. So uh, yeah, there you go. Now you know. Ooh, this one's great. So, huh? Um, last year, 2020, Rona, quarantine, the year of nightmares, whatever it is. I love how you guys write to me. Like, I can hear who you are in these emails. These are great. I took a trip to visit one of my friends, and during this time, I was sending out risque photos to my husband. Whatever. Most normal married couples do this. You do what you got to do to keep the spice alive. And he was all about it. Enjoyed the thrill. Call it a win-win. Listen, I actually, I I did do this, but um, I started to panic. I just don't need a mistake happening, okay? Because God forbid I accidentally put that on my Instagram story one day. You know, the first 1,500 viewers screenshot it. Next thing you know, TMZ's on my door asking if I'll sign 
for a Playboy shoot. Would I do it? Probably. The money would be amazing. But I don't need that type of, of situation in my life currently. So I just don't do that. It scares me. We wait till we get home. Except for this time, Lord Mercy, backstory, we have another set of couple friends that we often travel with and do car-related activities with, and naturally, we have a group text. Because how the hell do you send memes and gifts to your friends otherwise? So, back to the main story. This flight was completely empty. Oh, girl, you are you are risky little, little exposer. I mean, one person per row. So me thinking I was so hot. Yes, that's A-W-H-A-W-T. Decides to snap a photo of my crotch goblin feeders. And then in parentheses, she has titties <laughs> to my husband. But in my haste and fear of getting caught, I sent it to the group chat, mortified, dead, deceased. I wanted to die, literally wanted to die of embarrassment right there on the tarmac. Luckily, they laughed it off and swore to them to shut the fuck up. And for all eternity, and it actually hasn't been men mentioned since, but oh, good God, will I forever check to make sure that my husband is the only person receiving these messages from now on. Rest in peace to my dignity. Girl, I'm going to tell you a story that's going to make you feel a lot better. Back in my hoe days, I, I wasn't a hoe. I wasn't a hoe. Back in my days... I was courting a young man. Uh, we were, I was at the bar, right? He was not. We were making plans. We're just going to say that. You're going to, you're going to figure out what that means. We're making plans. I'm a little bit intoxicated at this point. And uh, we are, our text turned visual. So I sent him a, a lovely, I'm talking grade A picture of my external organs. And it um, was meant for just those eyes. I looked to see who I sent it to. I actually sent it to the last person that I was texting with. My mother! I had no idea what to do. I was freaking out. I dropped my phone. I put my hands on my head. I said, oh God, oh God, oh God. And this is actually a great situation. I feel like this situation made me a better teacher. You know how when you're teaching and some shit hits the fan and you just have to do some shit that you've never done before right now and it has to be perfect? Yeah. Okay, this was me. I don't know how I got this idea, but I just started texting her a ton of gibberish, like line by line, like AFGSIK, blah, 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 one line, send, 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 because I knew that the picture would go all the way to the top of her phone and she wouldn't see it if she opened it right away. And then I called her and she can't figure her phone out for anything. And I said, listen to me, listen to me. And I need you to pay attention and follow these steps verbatim. Do not ask any questions. And she followed my lead and I walked her through step by step how to delete a text message thread without ever opening it. To my knowledge, it's never been seen, but it's very possible that it could have been. That is something that I have to live with for the rest of my life. And 
I will somehow figure out how to tell this story in a more appropriate way so I can tell my children so they don't accidentally send these pictures to other people who need not see that type of shit. Ooh, I've done this one before, too. Two great stories for you, Mr. D. This is my first year teaching kindergarten. It is always the first years. One, I was frantically posting a reminder on Class Dojo. Class Dojo, muggles, you need to know this. Class Dojo is an application on your phone, and each kid has its own little avatar that look like, you know, little gremlins. And um, essentially, when they do anything, you can just hit a little button and their mom knows immediately because they have the app too. It's it's great. I go to sign off with a smiley emoji and I hit done. 10 minutes later, I'm scrolling through to see if any parents had seen it. I had accidentally hit the middle finger emoji, not the smiley face emoji. I went into pure panic mode. No parents commented, so I still don't know to this day if anyone saw it. And I always quadruple check now my posts before I send them. Number two, I sent all my class photos from my phone in for the yearbook. Oh, God. Oh, God. This is already making me sweat. Risky business choosing and picking between cute kids and spooky Saturday night lives of a 25-year-old. A few weeks later, we had asked to take a look at the draft of the yearbook and mark any name changes or pictures that are wrong in the wrong grades. Keep in mind that this was a fully printed yearbook. I'm casually looking through it, expecting that to see nothing wrong with it. And I see a familiar picture. It's a picture of me, drunk, as an absolute skunk, surrounded by 30 hot Santas at a hockey game. Again, a picture of the kindergarten teacher being held up by 30 drunk Santas in a yearbook. I don't know how I'm still teaching kindergarten today, but it was a touch-and-go situation for a little while. Thank you for all your great stories and advice. It's so nice to get a good laugh out of the everyday lives that we live. Listen, this is true. This shit happens all the time. I feel, okay, I will argue that teaching is one of the hardest professions in the world. There might be harder ones, but... We're not going to talk about them right now. I'm advocating for teachers. Teaching is absolutely psychotic. You never know what's going to happen. You are literally working on overdrive every minute of every day. And you sometimes go a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs on the off hours because you know why? It's necessary. And then these little, you know, Brain farts happen and you lose all control of the situation. And I'm just going to tell everyone that shit's normal. Teachers, for some reason, hold each other to this unexceptional standard of excellence. You're supposed to just like waddle around the community. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Like your friggin' Mary Poppins, practically perfect in every way. We're not. We're all flawed. That's what makes us humans. That's what the kids are going to learn from. They need to know that we are human beings beings and it's okay to make mistakes and furthermore if you don't laugh at those mistakes are you even learning from them bitch are you even learning from them i don't know but that's all i gotta say about that i think it's okay to be a real person from time to time right on top of that we're we're held to this unrealistic standard and getting paid basically in Chocolate coins left over from St. Patrick's Day. All right. 
Okay, this one's amazing. I'm going to end with this one. This one is absolutely amazing. Hi, Mr. D. I love the podcast and I love your Instagram stories. They honestly make my day a little brighter and I cannot wait to see you in San Diego, which by the way, guys, San Diego, October 7th, 8th, and 9th of October. I think I just said that. Get your tickets, MrDTimes3.com. MrDTimes3.com. Can't wait to see you guys at the show. Here's my story. Buckle up. It's a doozy. So, I was a newly 21, 25 now, but it seems like ages ago, or at least I wish it was ages ago because I'm still mortified. Okay, so a group of 20 to 25-ish of my friends and friends of friends and I got an Airbnb for a festival in Southern California. Was it called Coachella by chance? I think it might have been. Most of us knew each other from the same college, and if not, we were all somehow tied to one another. There was this guy that was staying in the Airbnb as well, and I had always found him attractive. I kind of knew him slash saw him at frat parties, etc. Something to note of is that he has an identical twin brother who is also staying in the house with us, and everyone to, and everyone refers to them holistically as... The twins, creative, I know. They are both on the shorter side. I would say maybe about 5'7", if not shorter, actually. Sorry for this novel. I'm just setting the scene. You guys do not apologize for writing these as novels. I I specifically pick out the ones that have incredible description, like paint the story for me, bitch. Paint the story. Well, on the last night, we were staying in the Airbnb. We all get back from the festival and we're still drinking and whatnot. Well, him and I start flirting and he had asked me to go downstairs with him for a little bit. I knew what that meant. So I told my best friend the great news. We were going to f <laughs> Finally, we go downstairs. We hook up. It's whatever. <laughs> Girl, you just set this up and then you just go, it's whatever. Okay, okay, okay. My best friend Snapchats me asking how it was. The genius I am replies to the snap in my drunken state. I say, report. Okay, so shockingly, the twins' dicks are big. I have more details to follow. Love you. See picture below. Oh, God, let's take a look at this. Okay, this girl. This girl is drunk. Drunk. Passed out. And it says, report. Okay, so shockingly, the twins' dicks are big. I have more details to follow. <laughs> she looks like she's sleeping. This is great. Okay. Well, I actually didn't send this to my best friend. In fact, I posted it to my story and then went to bed. I must have woken up to a million missed calls, text, voicemails. So many people had watched it, including my two brothers and my mom. Everyone thought that I had a threesome with both of the twins. Many, many screenshots were taken. And at this point, there was one that was sent to his frat group chat. I was mortified. I walked upstairs and the faces on everybody were alarming because I knew that they had seen the snap. I felt so bad about the choice of using the word shockingly to describe his dick because of his height. Needless to say, him and I uh, never spoke again. Just awkwardly avoided each other on campus and at parties. 
Oh, God, and the word shockingly will forever trigger me. <laughs> oh, my God, this girl. Poor girl. I am so sorry for you. But also, um, good job. Good for you. It sounded like you've been hounding that dick down for a while. And then, girl, you got it. So I am proud of you. That's a strong, independent woman who gets what she wants. You just got to be a little bit more careful. You know, for a long time in college, I would just give my phone to people, take it away or leave it at home, which is also scary. You should not do that. But I was notorious for getting drunk and calling all of my family members, my mom, my dad, my cousins. I'd just call and be like, what's up? How are you? What's going on? I'd always call them. They'll tell you to this day. One time I called my cousin from a bush. Straight up. She's like, where are you? I'm like, in a bush. Where? Honestly, I don't know. But this bush is comfortable. Billowy soft. It's just what I did. You guys are awesome. Again, I want to see you in Tacoma this weekend. Tacoma, Washington. Get your tickets at MrDTimes3.com. Going to be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Snag them up. Also want to give a shout out to the Patreon fans. Patreon is how we keep the podcast going. You can become a Patreon fan too for only five bucks at Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Tons of extra bonus content and perks in there for you. There's an entire back catalog too that's been going on for almost a year now so you can watch all of that get in there become a member support the podcast if you love it even if you can just do it for right now if you can do it for the whole year whatever it is either way i'm grateful for you so thank you patreon members again you can become a patreon member at patreon.com slash joe but i want to say hello to our newest patreon members candace just candace anna killian i love that last name anna Marissa Rogers, Lindsay Reska, Loretta Kack, Karen Berger, Sarah Lowe, Jeanette Green, Stephanie Went, Samantha Wetzel, or is it Samantha Wetzel or Wetzel? We don't know, but Samantha, you know I love you, girl. Claire Hole, Kristen Line, Elizabeth Hall, Alex Lawless. That now that is a name. Alex Lawless, I don't know if you're a drag queen, but you need to be with a name like that. Alex. Welcome to the stage, Miss Alex Lawless. I love it, girl. Amanda Nemanek. Ashlyn Diekman. Allison Hallback. Hiroka Matsushima. And Kelly Salamanca. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Social Studies Podcast. I'm absolutely loving creating this podcast for you. We got some awesome guests coming up who are going to go through the emails with me coming up. Go ahead and give Orlando Baxter a follow. He uh, was opening for me at all of our Michigan shows. Hilarious guy. He's going to be a guest coming up. And I'm always open to your suggestions. If you have an idea for a topic that you want the Social Studies Podcast to be about, like today's was about the emails that got sent to the wrong person, become a Patreon member. Send me a message in there and tell me what you want it to be about. Become a Patreon member at patreon.com slash Joe patreon.com slash Joe patreon.com slash Joe I love you guys so much. I hope you have a great week. Get some good laughs in. I love ya. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.